Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. What I tell you, okay? All right. This decade is gonna be the decade of the Vols. You got yes, rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, December 9th. Good morning. The Vols are one and oh. Good morning. Good morning. We're it's morning time. It's good to see this I'm, is I'm kinda Upset you didn't bring me any eggs. I'm sorry. Or like a Chick Fil A biscuit or something. You don't drink coffee. I would have brought you coffee. Oh, so yeah. You make your own coffee. Yeah, that 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 Folgers baby. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but Folgers. Gross. And uh, this may be a little uh, pansy of me, but the uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Um, (laughs) I can't think of the word. Cereal. (laughs) No, the. Cereal God bar? bless. The stuff that goes in the coffee. Not oh, the milk. You normally yeah, the creamer. creamer. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamer and it's awesome. That sounds good. I had to go with French I'll vanilla. It's it is good. I had to go with French vanilla this week. They were out of it at the store when I went. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamer is awesome. So how many cups have you had this morning? None so None. far. Yeah, oh. I'm sorry. So I didn't need, need it. I didn't Yeah, I do need it. Mm. In a in a way. Yeah. In a way. The Vols are one and oh. That's the important part. So that that was your that was your coffee. This exactly, morning. and people are gonna go. I haven't even watched it yet, guys, because my I emailed ESPN support and was like, "Hey, f you." <laughs> and I didn't just complain about my app not working. I also complained that Paul Feinbaum was on the SEC network during show. the game. <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. A radio you can't show move is him. on TV. I just don't like. How was a Number twelve team in the country playing at home and not on any anything whatsoever. And they weren't playing Illinois State Community College of the South Presbyterian. <laughs> they were playing a Pac twelve team. Yeah, that was undefeated. That was that was undefeated. Was undefeated. Was that's a key word. We're not even talking football today, guys. Yeah. Fun fact: We're not even talking football. We don't need to. The victory cap is on. I text Landon and I was like, "It's about freaking time." You better clean the dust off of it. It took me an hour to clean all the dust that had <laughs> settled on this thing. October 4th was the last time you wore that. Man. You know, and I'm surprised. It, it, I'm surprised it's as in good a shape as it is. Uh, it got lucky that this baseball season it didn't get to get worn out like it would have. Yeah. Because sure. I think you would have been donning it a lot. Mm-hmm. It may. It, you, you may need to buy a new one at the end of this basketball season. I'm hoping that, like, the more we wear it, somebody like just endorses us and just like, hey, I need to make y'all a victory cap. Here's a victory cap. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. We need well, a. Anybody want? We need a victory cap. Yeah. After this one retires. After this season, national championship season. Mm-hmm. Got to retire. Yeah, it's it, it's got to go out with a bang though. Yeah. So, balls in All your good things must come to an end. Right. Balls in your court, Fulkerson, to get this hat off Landon. Exactly. Okay. Um, lead this team to victory. I am going to watch the game today because I was able to record it on my DVR because it was showing at 2 a.m. this morning. 
2 a.m. on SEC Network. Nice. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I, I don't care. You know what? Should I watch any? Should I just never watch a game this season until they lose? The ball's, that, in, your, the ball's <laughs> in your court. Is that man. what you I? Do, you do what you do. Is that what you I did. have to do? You, you did the bet that I did. Oh, I won hundred dollars. Well, yeah, hundred dollars. Okay. Oh no, I didn't do that. I believed in the balls. You did fifty straight up. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah, I was like, if I don't win this, I'm gonna hate Tennessee. But if I win this, I'm a hundred dollars richer. Dang. I told Emily, if the Vols don't cover tonight, you're not getting Christmas. <laughs> so. <laughs> no Christmas for you. Oh, man. Well, good for you, dude. And it, it is it is, is December 9th, and I haven't bought. I haven't bought a Christmas gift for anybody. Let's be clear about that. Mm. So, you guys are getting gift cards. Maybe food. I don't know. We'll see. Me, personally? You could, yeah. Oh, okay. You like thumbprint cookies? Uh, yeah. I think I'm, I can just add to the water. <laughs> Am I American? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, so I need to definitely do some Christmas shopping. I'm trying to win money. I also uh, bet the under in the North Carolina Iowa game tonight or last night and won it. So nice. Did you do the uh, no big deal? But Lamar uh, Jackson boost. I didn't because I didn't have money in DraftKings and I didn't feel like depositing. Yeah, it's really hard to get it out of DraftKings. It's also yeah, it's a little bit of a hassle. I just didn't feel like I was like I mean it is free twenty five dollars. How long it took to because they can write you a check. I was like, how long does that take to get there? 14. Like, they're like three or four weeks. I was like, what? <laughs> you better be tagging on some interest on that. Excuse me, what? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. No, we use the the, the FD. Y'all can sponsor the show if you want us to. The duel. Yeah, the, the duel. <laughs> the South no one has no idea what we're talking about. Good, <laughs> good, 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 good. We are going to talk about the basketballs. They are 1 0. Landon's going to. Landon wrote down play-by-play, and he's just going to read it back to me. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be invigorating. Yeah, all 40 minutes. All 40 (laughs) minutes, every point, every assist, steal, turnover, he's got it. Uh, Then we are going to talk about some team news, uh, football, um, and preview the Vanderbilt game. But I think we may find out today that that game's not happening. Right? They They have less than 50. I think they have less than 53 players available, which means it can't happen. I mean, we got to pad a resume to get a, in a better bolt. Or do you so, think I mean, they, they got they're going to have to suck it up? Somebody from the softball team this week. All I'm like <laughs> EJ and Siggy looks like he could defend a slant, so I'm I'm all in. I I'm I'm happy. I'm not saying it's officially right, but I'm happy with my EJ and Siggy take so far in terms of being physical and. Again, I didn't get to watch it, but I saw a lot of people tweeting about it and like a battering ram. Yeah, it's that would be a description I would use. So I'm very happy with my take on him. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod. We're gonna do a college football preview. Don't worry, guys. I still got locks for you because when I wasn't watching the UT game, I was just scanning for locks, just locks, just, just looking lo- for locks, locking it down. Exactly, it. just looking for locks. Locksmith so. Caleb over here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think I'm gonna bet some big money. I took a hun- I took a hundred out of Fanduel. Okay. So I left fifty extra dollars in. Mm. So I normally am playing five dollar bets on my locks. I think I'm gonna go up maybe ten, fifteen dollars. Oh man. Get big. Yeah. I haven't decided for sure, but I, I might. I listen. Hey, you're getting ballsy. I like it. Well, I'm I am I'm shooting like, it's like the the Mike Leach. I like to watch it from afar. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll live through you. My my shooting percentage on locks is pretty good. I got to brag it a little is, bit. It is pretty good. I, I got to brag. So I'm feeling confident. Just no Big 12. No Big 12. 
No Big Twelve. There is Pac Twelve. There is Pac. There, Pac Twelve is is struggling. That, but I'm I'm it's, it's on the list. I think I'm one and zero personally in Pac. No, I think I'm, I did a live game bet that f me. But other than that, one in in locks, one and zero mm. in Pac Twelve. So I'm feeling good. But yeah, we will preview college football. Uh, what about Ohio State? I love. A lot of people are mad that the Big Ten's just killing them. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I if, I, if I was a Big Ten team or a fan of Ohio State, I would under, like reasonably be very mad. But Right. I do love that all the other Big Ten teams know they have no shot in the playoffs, so they're like, oh, we got to get Ohio State in. Yeah. I love it. It's awesome. Uh, then we've got our NFL power rankings. I'm all for, by the way, two Monday night games and a Tuesday night game. I love it. Yeah. Just football all week long. I mean, keep doing it. You know the Cowboys are going to be one of them. That got to be on primetime. Yeah, exactly. They're terrible. They're awful. They're so bad. <laughs> They're awful. I, I did live game bet um, CeeDee Lamb to have over eight catches when he had six. He had zero more after that. <laughs> I, I And they're trying to win. Like, they're down ten at that point or whatever. I bet him <laughs> to – I bet – Zeke to score a touchdown in the second half. They ran the ball three straight times at the one yard line, and he did not get in. I should have thrown it. They did on fourth down and won, <laughs> or and scored, but not with not with Zeke. <laughs> right. So did you play the boost? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Then we've got uh fan questions. If you haven't sent them in, drop them in the chat. We'll get to them. Trust us. Trust the process. True. Follow us on Twitter. Make sure you do that. More more underscore issues. Follow us on Facebook if you're on Facebook. YouTube if you're on YouTube. Do all that. Also follow Volunteer Roadshow. More new content coming as well as the content that's always been around. So make sure yeah. you're keeping an eye out for that. We've also got our Jumbotron and Stupidity is an Epidemic. It's true. It's true. Okay. Also, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Blue Water Climate Control, and Hound Dogs. Blue Water Climate Control. It's getting cold. Dude, it is reason so if you need somebody to hook you up with the hvac needs go contact blue water climate control they will take care of you i played golf monday morning mm-hmm. and it was so cold the course shut down after as i was leaving because it got so much colder while i was playing gross it was borderline miserable thankfully i was dressed well there was a guy out there in t-shirts in a sorry in a not a t-shirt a polo but short sleeve shirt do you get like a members only jacket? I should. You should. I should. I should. I'm sorry. That. Like, I'm sorry I broke the news to Emily if she heard me. I think she might have already known. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. She might have already known. You said it and you're like. She was very nonchalant about it. I was it. like, dang it. I'm the worst. She's very nonchalant. She doesn't have access to my bank account, so I could have hidden it forever, but. I should have just like acted like I was drunk and just fell over. Or something. <laughs> she was also going to find out when she's like, well, why won't you come and see me? You played golf four times this week. You're spending so much money. I know I'm not, but anyways. Yeah, you're saving money. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're getting your money's worth. I'm saving it in a way. <laughs> in a way. Uh, but yeah, there was a guy out there in short sleeve t-shirts because he's insane. He left early. He must play linebacker. I don't know. They they were drinking, but I don't think there was enough alcohol in the world to keep you warm on Monday. So, But you know what could? Blue water climate control. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Go check him out. All right, let's do it. Basketball is 1-0. It's while Landon's wearing the victory cap. He's going to be wearing it for 28 more games. I don't know how many games Tennessee has left because the schedule is a little weird, but he's going to be wearing it. Plus, SEC championship or SEC tournament. 
March Madness. Yeah, maybe we get a couple more games in there. Who could, knows? I, could add in a few. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Colorado, we got like, what, two days notice? 72 hours? Is that right? Three no, days? Three days. Yeah. Three days. I think it was three days. So, hey, shout out to Colorado for making the trip. Yeah. And them. they, I mean, I would assume they also knew that Tennessee was probably going to be better than them. Yeah, I think the, um, what's his name? Assistant coach, Blanken, Kim English. He was on the Colorado staff. Okay. So I think that's what made little the connection, connection able to yeah. make it work a little bit easier. Yeah. Got those connections. And Colorado's coach, forgot his name, but he used to be an assistant coach at Tennessee. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Should like I? 98? Oh. Because they said it feels like 98. That's how I remember. Yeah. That was, <coughs> they said that on SEC? On the yeah. SEC network? Yeah. Steve Hamer did it. God bless. VFL. VFL. God, just bringing up all these. Mm. I'm so mad at the football program right now. I'm so mad. Let's stay. Let's stay on basketball. Yes. Just I don't know why we're bringing up 98 right now. I mean, 56-47. You got the first win. It wasn't pretty. There was some sloppy play. You started off great, mm-hmm. but I think you can really see how good Tennessee is going to be defensively. Right, and you talk about sloppy play, and I know you'll want to talk about defense a lot because their defense looked really good. Colorado, I think, was averaging 80 points a game, held by 47. Um, So, again, this is coming from someone who didn't watch the game, purely just a probing question here. Uh, Tennessee was not afraid to rotate, guys. Um, I mean, EJ Anasicki, Keon Johnson had 13 and 14 minutes apiece. Kumwa had nine minutes. Jaden Springer had nine minutes. Is the rotation right now, which I don't blame them, but is it too much? It's hard to get in a rhythm when you ro- and and I think that could be how it is all year, but they're probably not looking to outscore their opponents, eighty to sixty. Yeah, I, I, maybe that was kind of like just getting guys acclimated mm-hmm. to college basketball because you do have yet four newcomers that like haven't played here yet. Well, they they can't be in fantastic shape. You you've read all leading up to this week of how much practice these guys have missed. Yeah, tw- I mean. Not not saying like what they've missed before that, but the whole team didn't practice for two weeks. Right, so they can't until be Friday. They so can't they be got, super fit. Right. So yeah, it, it was their sloppy play. I, I think that's going to be cleaned up. I think you can see the talent on this team, and like you said, the defense the defense is elite. The defense I mean, forty seven points looked. when they were scoring eighty. Um, we held them to thirty three percent from the field. They were um, shooting around forty five percent coming into this game. Um, forced 23 turnovers, and their best player, who's averaging 22 points a game, had eight points mm-hmm. last night. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the defense looks good. Apparently, Keon Johnson looked really, really good on defense, which is good because that was one of the big things that And I think they, they have a really good defensive team, it's all about effort. And, yeah. and so in Tennessee, you know, that's all you can – the talent's there to be good offensively. But if they're going to give effort like that on defensive end, I don't think you have to worry about the offense as much because, right. like I said, you have the talent. A lot of people think. A lot of people seem to think that the zone Colorado came out in. I mean, Rick Barnes even said it. The zone Colorado came out in the second half is what really gave Tennessee fits in terms of points. Um, and Rick Barnes said they haven't gotten to practice their offensive zone play much much so far. Um, so uh, another wrinkle kind of thrown in to the first game. 
Yeah, and Tennessee was up, I think, 16 points at one point, and then they went to zone, and they kind of came back. They forced Tennessee to to just shoot from outside, shoot around the, the elbow right there, and Pons and EJ Anasiki just could not do it. John Fulkerson got in foul trouble pretty early. Um, <clears throat> you didn't see a lot of Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer in the first half, but in the second half, it, it got to be a two-point ball game, and then Keon Johnson had a um, a big stop on defense. They came down, threw an alley-oop to him, and then I think we got a steal and hit a three. And, you know, he, he was just a big spark, and, you know, Colorado was closing the gap, mm. and he just kind of, like, ended it for them. Their comeback was over at that point. You love to see it. Yeah. From a, from a true freshman. Yep. From and a I, true freshman. And I thought Victor Bailey Jr., I, he had a, a great stroke. He was – he had made like three in a row at one point. Um, like I said, didn't get a lot from Pons and Fulgerson, but when you needed them down the stretch, I think Fulgerson scored like the last six points for Tennessee. Gotcha. And you mentioned Pons having 10 rebounds. So you yeah. said, it, you know, he still affected the game, struggled shooting, but at least he was able to go in and, and still impact the game in, in some way. Um, and then Fulgerson, I mean, we know he's going to get in foul trouble more often than not. So it's nice to have a guy like, Anasiki, who can come in, probably can't do the same things Fulgerson does, but still a good basketball player. Yep. Yeah, even when they're able to hold kind of Fulgerson and, and pawns in check, if you're giving up 47 points a game, I mean, you're probably golden. Yeah, you'll, you, I mean, <laughs> you're winning a lot of basketball games. You're holding, you'll, teams of that amount. you'll win more than you lose if that's the case. Um, the ones you lose are going to be ugly affairs. Um, but if you're if you're playing good defense like that, you're going to be really really tough to beat. Um, it, it was a good, I mean, overall a good showing for for Tennessee in their first go around. It is everyone's everyone seemed to be pretty impressed with the defense. Um, I'm excited to sit down this afternoon and watch the game. Uh, thank you, SEC Network and ESPN. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Glad I paid for that and pay for my ESPN Plus subscription. Good news, I can watch some random Russian soccer teams play on a Tuesday afternoon, but <laughs> my hometown basketball team, good yeah, luck. That's rough. I, I know it was kind of like put on them, maybe, but like you got to make that happen. Right. I just don't get why. I don't, it's just so dumb. <clears throat> and apparently, I thought at first, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a long night for ESPN because my SEC, my app was saying no. I tried logging into my brother's account. Um, he wasn't sure if he had the SEC network. I, don't know. I was like, do you not watch TV at home? But he was like, <laughs> I don't know. You can try it. Tried his, didn't work. Called my other brother. He called me back after the game. But, yeah, so I don't know what the deal was. Um, couldn't get it to work on my phone. I got the SEC. I watched the SEC network. I watched <laughs> Paul Feinbaum on my TV. Gross. Yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. But hopefully more, less, or sorry, less games will be on SEC network plus. There's an alternate channel. There's an empty channel on TV. Oh, yeah. Let it care. I don't get it. Plus. I don't get it. And then their game cast for basketball sucks. Like, it's nowhere near as good as football. Oh, no. It's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. At it's one better point, to they follow. didn't even have the players on there. It just yeah. said the score. It's better to follow on Twitter yeah. than, than it is. The, the live stream. And there was some guys, like, cast. it was kind of delayed. Oh, yeah. Because it was, on, uh, like, you were streaming it. And so, like, you'd get an update, 
halftime, and it'd be like four minutes left. We just got the last TV timeout. <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't that far away, but it, it was like a couple plays. Right. Like Jaden Springer just hit a three. <laughs> Jaden Springer hits a three. It's Dang, like, dude, what kind of updates you getting? You getting score play by play? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much from the the basketball account. I need it to oh from the oh from the yeah it'd be account. like Muscovy yeah, hits yeah. a three or, or something like that yeah I need to turn back on my notif well maybe not because I had them turned off for football season from who live may need to turn them on for basketball uh, listen I'm, I'm I'm happy to see Fulgerson getting double digits Viscovi getting double digits and the start yeah um I, I don't know how surprised we are I think with guys like Keon Johnson. Plus Victor Bailey, plus Josiah Jordan James, plus Jaden Springer. Starters were kind of up in the air. Still, probably are. That's I. I wouldn't call that your cemented starting five. Right, and I think you know having Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer have to sit out for mm-hmm. twelve days, and then try to play basketball and and get ready in three. Right, that's probably difficult for for freshmen. Who haven't even played their first oh, yeah. basketball game yet? For sure, uh, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna make the transition when they're ready to go a ton easier. I think um, Rick Barnes kind of mentioned that after the game. That you'll see their minutes go up. Yeah, I was about to say you probably like to see because you know some of the best. They're not just gonna magically come on late in the season. Like right. They need to kind of be thrown into the fire a little bit. Um, but it's gonna be nice to ease a little bit more into it rather than being. Yeah, and they kind of were thrown to the fire. Like, usually Tennessee has some exhibition game, games and stuff like that. That's so, true. I mean, this was just like, hey, this is the real thing. Good luck. God bless. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's true. They didn't get to uh, they didn't get to play UT Martin or mm-hmm. VCU or Charlotte first. They did, they did have to face off against Colorado their first minutes. So that, that, that's a good point in terms of um, seeing them get the court early on. So they're hopefully feeling comfortable come – Late January, February, March. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Got some high energy guys too. EJ Anasiki, just a, a four offensive rebounds. Pawns four offensive rebounds. I mentioned um, Keon Johnson looking good on um, on defense. I just think that's that just boosts your whole team when you have mm-hmm. guys like that or, or who are not just giving their all on. Um, on offense, they're giving all on defense too, and you don't see that a lot with freshmen in college basketball. No, usually it, it's the opposite. It's also normally the style of play too. And, and I, I talked about it before the season started. Tennessee kind of has a that perfect mixture. They've got really, really talented, but um, veteran guys and and Fulgerson Ponds. Uh, I mean, even Viscovi and Josiah Jordan James were forced to play a ton of minutes last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not brand new. They're not sophomores that didn't get, you know, barely came off the bench or didn't play much. Those guys have a ton of college basketball experience. Um, so you've got this, you've got a good mix of these experienced guys. Victor Bailey Jr. played at Oregon before coming to Tennessee, and sit, but he did get to sit out a year um, while practicing. So you do have that, that mix. Plus, insanely talented guys like Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer, um, and then a transfer in EJ Anasicki, who, um, I mean, played at uh, Sacred Heart. Saint, Sacred Heart, almost at St. John. Sacred Heart, 
Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, not SEC experience, but plenty of good college basketball experience. And then he just has a style of play that that fits this the way Rick Barnes wants ba- his basketball to be played in, in terms of grinding at the boards and um, playing hard defensively. So it's a it's a great mix. I think Tennessee kind of got lucky, and especially keeping pawns around. Um, but it, they just kind of hit the jackpot with with how it all worked out in in terms of years. Um, so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see this team compete. Now, you know there's there's definitely gonna be a stretch of SEC games that it's gonna take all nine ten guys that played tonight um, to to be really really competitive in those games and be where I think Tennessee can be and that's being a regular season SEC champ. But you want to be you want to win the tournament. That's that's the one that matters. The NCAA tournament. Well, that one too. <laughs> that one too. But yeah, I, I'm I'm pumped for this team. I think, I mean, there's there's an insane amount of talent. You mentioned playing hard on defense part. That's, I mean, when you've got realistically seven eight guys competing for starting positions, and you know, somewhat of a you know pretty level playing field in terms of offensive talent, where you stand out as a defensive end of the court. Yeah. And so that's, that's where they're gonna that's where they're gonna fight to. Um, that's just effort. Most mm-hmm. most most of the time, you do have freak athletes like Pons who can just rise above the rim. I mean, I think he could probably jump above the rim from a sitting position. He's a freak athlete. I think Tennessee's going to lead the nation in forced technical fouls, <laughs> just because I, like when you're holding so, teams to 47 points, they're just so frustrated that they can't a, yeah. do anything. And you get Pons, who's a freak. You can't go bomb. You can't go over him. So didn't really go under him. So did we get a technical foul last night? No, I, I don't okay. think so, but you could tell like those guys were getting frustrated with guys like EJ Anasicki just battling on the and, boards. And similar to Grant Williams, and you mentioned that EJ could be very similar mm-hmm. to a Grant Williams in terms of build and just play style. Yeah, I mean he's he's gonna just try and move people around down yeah. low. And so like you could tell like in, in some Plays it, it was getting to some of those guys. Are like, God bless. Who's this like six six bowling ball? In yeah, that bowl, bowling ball is a perfect way to describe him. And he's probably going to get more calls than uh, than Grant Williams did. The the officials in this league are not familiar with him. Um, you know, they don't know how strong and tough he is yet. At least he's he's going to get more fouls early on. In fourteen minutes, he he was at the foul, uh, free throw line twice. So. They missed a block. They caught a foul on him, and it was a terrible call. The guy just, like, goes into him. He jumps straight up and hits it in late whistle. Foul. It's just like, oh, come on. Come on. Don't I, do this. We, we've been through this before. He probably will get his fair share of foul calls on the opposite end, though, like our boy Grant Williams. Yes. So, um, there definitely will be a little bit of equaling out there. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think most of those are going to be effort or hustle fouls. Uh, I doubt – Anisic, you'll be committing a ton of dumb fouls. Um, Grant had seems like one dumb foul in him every couple games. Uh, his always his always dumb foul was a, it was kind of a hustle foul, but he would get like his second one, and then the next the next possession defensive possession he would get a foul where you're like oh, you just can't foul there. Yeah. It was always a hustle foul, but it came at a dumb time. You're like you got to know that you just got your second. He would always. Like keep me on the edge of my seat when he drove because he's such a big bodied guy anyway. Okay. And when like he made any kind of contact, the defender was going flying. Right. So it was just like, 
<laughs> We're waiting on it. Yeah, what's going <laughs> I was on? Like, here? Which one? Which one's it gonna be? <laughs> yeah, we need refs that are like way up here with their block call. <sighs> We're coming this way. We're coming this way. Good win though. Good win. Good win. You got yeah. to do. You get to don the victory cap. I love it. Some th- some things Tennessee really needs to improve on. Obviously, the zone offense. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> um, they got to knock down shots of elbow though. Anasiki Pons, you're not true big. You're not seven foot <laughs> under the basket guys. You're gonna have to knock down some shots from that range. Yeah, especially if like if like you said, they were just giving them to you. Yeah, they. I mean, they were literally just shoot it, shoot it. And EJ Anasiki was one for six, and Pons is one for nine, and. I know Pons attempted like two threes, mm-hmm. um, but the majority was right around that range. So, got to knock some of those down. And yeah, all of yeah. his was um, on the front of the rim. Got to make an adjustment. Right. Got to make an adjustment. Um, and, and then rebounding. We got out-rebounded tonight. I know a lot of that had to do probably with Fulgerson just being out due to foul trouble. Um, so we were kind of small in there. Um, as I mentioned, I mean, EJ and C and Pons, eight re- eight offensive rebounds between, between the two of them. Right. So, yeah, just rebounding. Um, and, and I just think we got to get guys to go to the basket. Just beat Aggressive. your guy and get to the hole. I think that was the hardest part about losing Jordan Bone last year. Um, and it was one of the things that – made Bone a better point guard than Lamonte. Not necessarily a better player, but a better point guard. Uh, is Bone was really, really aggressive driving to the rim. You got Viscovi uh, halfway through the year last year, and he would be aggressive at times, but most of the time you knew it when he was penetrating, he was penetrating to kick, um, not penetrating to go to the hole. So if you know if that's the case, you're, you're probably still missing that void from Bone and don't have a true point guard who, can, who will just go to the rim. And then commit to it, and obviously it's good to penetrate and and then kick out. But you do have to have that guy that's committed to to going to the hole. Yep, it does a lot for your team. And uh, Viscovi had to do that some tonight with one eye. He got uh, he got jacked up, dude. I, that picture was nasty. It was from his own player too. Which was it? Yeah, it was Keon Johnson. Hit Dang. him with an elbow. <laughs> Golly, was it like a loose ball or what? Um, I think he just kind of fell back into him. Okay. Like, maybe he was going for something. I remember the play, but I don't remember exactly where the ball was or anything like that. So, How do we feel about the white hair in action? That's the question. I love it. I mean, I think it's another – like, people are going to hate it. Like, opposing teams are going to hate him. And I just – I love it. Like, I, I, I want some of those Duke players that people just hate. Just I, I like, don't think he has that personality. I don't think he does either, but okay. but maybe the the white hair just helps it a little. Yeah, bit. That's possible. It's like, oh, who's this slim shady looking dude? <laughs> I think he looks too foreign to be. Uh, he looks like a th- soccer player. Yeah, he does. He, I think he looks too too foreign um, to be mistaken for like that type of person. Definitely. I mean, with a he's gonna have a black eye probably, and and the white hair. I mean, he he is Eminem from Eight Mile. 100%. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, he's definitely got that foreigner look down. He's got it going. Um, but when okay. you need a shot, he's there to make it. Exactly, dude. Arm bar. Did he do it tonight? I didn't see it. Mm. I hope he brings it back. I will. He needs to bring it back. That was a great great look. Great look. Anything else for the uh, the volunteers from last night? 
Nope. Headed to, um, or not headed to, Cincinnati. Since bringing Cincinnati Bringing Cincinnati. Saturday, 1230. Right before the Vandy game. Allegedly. I wish it was during the game. <laughs> Is that bad? You wish it was before the Tulip Bowl? Or, or during the Tulip Bowl? I, I wish it was during. Or after. After would be okay with me. I remember that. That was... I don't... My dad used to always call Tennessee Vanderbilt when we were bad, the Tulip Bowl. Just God, what is it now then? Yeah. The Trough Bowl? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the Porter Potty Bowl. I mean, God. Especially now that at least, you know, when James Franklin was at Vanderbilt... You know, at least they were a little bit better than us. So it's like when you get beat by them, you're like, oh, I mean, okay, it sucks. But now, yeah, now it's like if you get beat by this team, everybody's gone, fired, gotta be. I don't even want. Do we? Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Tennessee, though, we'll we'll welcome Cincinnati to town uh, Saturday. It's twelve thirty, tip off, SEC Network alternate channel, of course. And then next Tuesday, App Is State, it really? yeah. Oh, my God. And then next Tuesday, App State in Knoxville. That game's on SEC Network. 7 p.m. tip-off. Alternate channel. <laughs> Just SEC Network this time. Oh, this says SEC Network Plus. Is, um, that, is that what that is? UT Sports. Is Sport? that what it was today? It was plus tonight, but it okay. says alternate on, or, or last, yeah, last on UTSports.com. It is listed as alternate channel, not, not plus. We'll see. We'll see. Good Lord. Don't yeah. do this to us. It's incredibly stupid. You remember that, like, well, they've couple got... seasons, like, we had a pay-per-view game for football? You remember those? Well, it used to happen before you got SEC Network all, right. every year a couple times. Once or twice a year. But, yeah. I mean, I never had to pay for it, but... Right. <laughs> right. Now it's like... Those yeah. are typically the games I went to. I mean... That I was able who to... Who would pay for that now? Imagine this season. Like, who would pay for a pay-per-view game? Yeah, unfortunately, there would still be people. But, yeah, I agree. Wouldn't be this guy. Nope. (laughs) I believe that's the day I would not watch any college football. Yep. That would be that day. Just go to the mountains or something. Just locks. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't watch the locks. I don't like like, like, like sweat. I did watch a little bit of that uh, Coastal Carolina game. But that was out of interest for the shots. Nothing else. Jamie Chapman, the Maverick. Exactly. Um, yeah, I usually don't like sweating out the locks. Mm. Yeah, I don't like sweating them out. So, get out of those. All right, team news. What we got here? Team news. So, uh, Jeremy Pruitt has press conference on Monday. Um, Seemed to go okay until about halfway through. JG is done. Thank you. I mean, I would, I did not expect him to make the right decision, but good, good for him. Better late than never, I guess. I mean, like, what... What changed? I don't have a clue. I just... What changed from him, like... I feel like he kind of used COVID. Which is good. Last week, yeah. yeah, He needed to. You could. And then, like, now it's like, oh, no, he's done. But he was your guy the whole entire time. Yeah, no, I'm... It should have been. I, I don't know what to say because it just should have been a decision made so long ago. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That I. Whatever. I mean, better late than never. I guess. Yeah. Better late than never. I. 
I mean, Tennessee shows some life on, on Saturdays, so that was something, I guess. But yeah, it, it is like, why did you wait so long? Why did, I mean, it has decimated your team. And you know what? It may not be all JG's fault. But the fact is the team has played worse the worse he's played. Yeah. It may not be all his fault, but that's the case. Like, that's just, it's easy to see. Look at Kentucky. Since yeah. Kentucky, it has been a disaster. Anytime he makes a good play, like, no one really celebrates with the guy. But apparently that's just a team issue that needs to get fixed. I mean, did you see what Power T-Tape tweeted out? Yeah, the Harrison Bailey not not helping him up. Yeah, it's like you gave up the sack, dude. Go pick you better him up. Go, you better go pick him up and apologize. You gave up a bad sack. Yeah. That you just missed assignments. Yep. You didn't get you didn't get the call correct at the line. Yep. So it looks like Bailey and Shroud are gonna get the majority of the reps moving forward. Um then you got the big news, Brent Samaglia opting out. Bruce said he expects him to be be back next year, but the message was weird. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I don't. Um I don't know if it's just like I mean, we're talking about the same guy who said he was opting out of the NFL draft portal. True. So, I mean, like, does he know what he's saying when he says those kind of things? Yeah. I mean, when Pruitt, Pruitt said he just got done talking to him on Monday when, when he was doing the press conference, and he didn't really indicate that it went wrong or it went right. bad. Or, and maybe he wouldn't if it did anyway. But Right. It would be weird to say he thinks he's coming back if that wasn't the true intentions. Right. I'll just read it for you, for those of you who haven't read or seen it. Um, this is from place kicker Brent Smagla, who opted out on Monday. He said, first and foremost, I want to thank Vol Nation for the support this season. It is with a heavy heart that I have decided to opt out for the remainder of the 2020 football season. It has taken some time to come to this conclusion. However, my focus is to work on my mental well-being and physical health. Due to many hardships and struggles within the program, it is in my best interest to take this additional time to rehabilitate ongoing injuries. I look forward to giving my best in the future. I guess I can take this victory cap off. Yeah, let's go, ahead and, about let's go ahead and get that off. Um, <laughs> That's my hair. Looks good. Looks, looks good. good. Uh, I mean, are we... Why do you even need to opt out? There's two games left. Just be out due to injury. Yeah, that that's kind of my so, thing. It's like if if, if I'm going to believe it's not a locker room issue, then why would two games left? I mean, the the damage is if it's like, "Oh yeah, he wasn't playing good, so you know, he, he wanted to get out cuz of injury." He's played eight games. The right. damage is done. I I would understand not playing the rest of the season due to injury. I don't get the tweeting out that you're opting out. Here's my yeah, question. it's like I'm available to play, but I'm not. Yeah, so my question is, is why is this different from a normal year, him coming to Pruitt on Monday morning and going, hey, man, my quad or hamstring, whatever is bothering him. It, it's not there. I can't kick. You know, I've been not great lately. Like, I need to rest, recover. Um, probably won't play the rest of the season because I'm just not able to give – this team my all. So what's the difference in doing that any other year and then tweeting this out? Is it because it's 2020 and you can opt out? 
I, yeah, is is that just the thing to do right now? Is just opt out? I, I think so. Like, because there's that's like the the decommit. He's the, out due to injury. That's what it is. Yeah. Unless Pruitt's just blatantly lying, and it's possible. But he also says, due to many hardships and struggles within the program, which I think a lot of people want to believe is added. I think he's just saying we suck. Yeah. That, <laughs> I don't think that's... he's like Pruitt's lost <laughs> locker room. So I'm quitting on the team. I don't think that's what he's... I mean, I could be wrong, but it's like... Yeah, within the program, that that tells me it's not about you. Right, but I don't... I I just think he's like, we suck, and I'm hurt. I'm not going to play anymore. Like, there's no point in me playing. I'm not playing anymore. That's what I read into it. And you, you don't think he wanted to get out kicked by Sarah Fuller. And maybe that, <laughs> And maybe that was a little bit of it. But I just don't. I don't think that at all. But like, I don't think it just seems weird. I just again, we're talking about the same kid who said, "I'm not gonna go to the NFL draft portal," I, which is something that doesn't exist. I forgot about that. That's hilarious. So just, I love Brent Smaglia, Dong Punch, uh, but I'm not and and the and. We all know the stupid things we... Do we think this was a well-thought-out typed message in his notes on his phone? So I'm just like, I'm not willing to look into that a ton. Now, we can talk about the dudes that are tweeting that are like, you know, I wish I had a chance. I would. Keyshawn Lawrence. We can talk about that. That's dudes who are obviously... And I think the same thing with Brent Smaglia. But I don't think it's like... I don't think Brent Smaglia was trying to send up a smoke flare of like... The locker room's going... I think Brent, all Brent Samaglia did was confirm what I believe, and it's that the players know that we suck right now. I don't think it's like... You know, dudes are... I don't know. I, I think people are blowing it a bit out of proportion. I don't think he's necessarily trying to go against Pruitt. Purposefully, I think it is an indictment of what's going on at mm-hmm. UT. Right. But I don't think it's like a, I don't think Brent Smagler is like, hey, we need to fire Jaron Pruitt. I think he's tweeting like a 21 year old who has access to his phone all the time and tweets dumb stuff like most people that age do. And yeah, I don't think it's anything more than that. I don't think he's he'll probably he will probably return next year. Yeah. Pruitt, with Pruitt or not, and and that that's the weird part. It's like if you're gonna opt out now, it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm being, I've been injured, and I'm prepared to get ready for the NFL. Right. No one would have an issue, but it's like leaving it open that I'm probably gonna come that back next year. I just don't want to play these last two games. Right. I've it's, been I've been injured. I played eight already. We're not it, winning, so I'm just I'm out. Right. But again, why not? Just why even a. And that's the whole thing that I'm like, I don't think, I think we're reading too much into the note. I think it's just. Why Why does everybody have, like, why do you have to announce every little thing you do in life now? Because, let me, hold on. I can tell you right now. Same reason we have Twitter, Landon. Same reason we have Facebook. Because it got 208 retweets and 1.9 thousand likes. That's true. It's a good point. The clout. Pruitt going on Monday's press conference going, Brent Samaglia um, is injured. He'll be out the rest of the year. 
Paxton Brooks will be taking over place kicking duties. That would not get anywhere near as much attention. It's true. It's a good point. And I'm not... Whatever. You get to announce it. People want to talk about you. Do it. But again, I think people are forgetting that we're talking about the... We're talking about dudes who... They want what everybody else wants in life. Attention. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, nothing more. It's it's nothing more. It's like the uh, Brian Maurer thing. Tweeting about... The fans. No. I, the one about, like, you know, he's giving his all to... You know, oh, don't, okay. Don't come back. I'm like, he could be talking about 30,000 different people. Not 30,000. He could be talking about a lot of different people, though. He could be talking about himself. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard to read into anything Brian Maurer puts out there. Because right. it's... At the end of the day, I just think when we read, and it's the same stuff like when you read from recruits, like you got to remember who they are. Right. And they're not that much different than you. If you tweeted something like that, what would it really mean? Yeah. And they love the attention. Yeah. I don't blame them. It's an easy way to get likes. It's an <laughs> easy way to get clicks. It's satisfying. I don't blame you. I'm just saying, let's, let's, uh, I, yeah, I feel like everybody wants it to be some big, Smoke screen, like, or not smoke screen, but like big, some big flare of like, this is it, Jeremy. Like, you got to fire him now. I don't think we learned any new information from what Brent Smaglia or Brian Maurer or Keyshawn Lawrence or anybody who's tweeted over the last weekend. Nothing they've said has led me to believe anything different than what I've already believed about yeah. the program. I, I just don't get, as a coach, that you're just like letting people quit on the season. That just seems weird to me. If a kid came up to you and was just like, hey, Caleb, I know we're, we're playing for the district championship tomorrow, but I, I think it's best for me that I just uh, just come back next year. Well, I mean, what would you say? Don't worry about coming back next year? Either? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is like the opting out thing is what I don't under- Why are you not just sitting out due to injury? Why are you not just injured? That's what it sounds like to me is that he's injured. Yeah. So why... Why can't you just why can't you just be injured? That's what I don't get. Because you're right, it is. I don't know the Brent Samaga situation, so I'm not willing to say that he's quitting on the team. Because I don't know the situation. He could be very injured. He could be needing to take some time off for himself. I don't know. But you're healthy enough to kick two fifty yard field goals against Arkansas. But what I I mean, what I do know is that I know what it looks like when you say you're opting out with two games left. And the team stinks. Yeah. I do know what it looks like. Just like, I'm not saying the offensive linemen don't care about the quarterback or Harrison Bailey, but I do know what it looks like when you give up a sack and walk off the field without even looking at him. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but I know what it looks like. So, Or when JG scores a touchdown against and, Auburn. And, and no one celebrates. No one celebrates. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. They do. So... Again, I know what it looks like. I'm not saying it is what it is. Like, I'm not saying it is what I believe it is. But I know what it looks like, and it just doesn't look good. No, no. It doesn't look good. So, but again, I'm not I'm not willing to believe anything more absurd about Jeremy Pruitt's program because somebody tweeted that the program was in bad shape. We all knew that. Yeah. <laughs> we sure. knew that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I find I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. Um, then you have Josh Palmer. He uh, accepted the invite to the Reese's Senior Bowl. 
So it looks like he will not be back next Do, year. If you go to that senior bowl, can you not return though? Like, how does that work? With, I don't know how that works. Jeremy Pruitt was asked about that in his press conference and did not really. Seemed like he didn't know either. Yeah, and, and he was just like, "Yep, if he's gonna accept that, yeah, he's probably not coming back." Is basically was his right. Freedom. See, I I kind of think, unless there's a rule about if you would play in that game, you can't. I kind of think it could be the opposite because unless you go and show out there and move up, you know, because he's probably going to be an undrafted guy right now. So unless he was to move up to get drafted, then he, you know, maybe sticking around. But here, here's my thing with Josh Palmer, and it, he's been a victim of bad quarterback play since he's been here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is does he know for sure it's going to get better next year? If not, yeah, that's a big thing. Then, then why? I mean, why come back? Honestly, yeah, no, that's definitely a big thing, and could be a guy that if he does decide to play college football again, maybe could hit the transfer portal. Yeah, but I, I think he could be just like a Marquez Callaway. Like we all knew, Marquez Callaway was a really, really good football player, and we didn't really get to see it showcased enough in college. Mm-hmm. But now he's playing a lot for the. So here's my question for you then. Um, would you rather be an undrafted guy that kind of goes that Marquez Callaway route? Would you rather go ahead and spend that last year in college football? So take that extra year, play college football. You're not getting paid, but potentially get a signing signing bonus, period, and bigger signing bonus, potentially. In worst-case scenario, unless you get a season, you know, career-ending injury, you're probably still going to be an undrafted free agent, so you just lose a year. Like what? What would you? Um, I think a lot of like if it was just football, I think it'd be different. But I feel like the school thing has a lot bigger impact than what people think. People are just like, like when I when I graduate, I was done. I didn't want to go back to school. School right. sucks. He just has to take six hours a semester of ballroom dancing though and bowling. Right, but so, but still, like you got or you online, gotta get up, you got to go online to class. walking class. Right. So yeah, I don't. You don't know what he'll get his master's in. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think there's probably more to it. Like, if you're going to be an undrafted free agent, what's why not just do it now? Yeah, I mean, that's... And like, if you don't know, if the pro, if the program's going to be in a lot better situation and you know that... Then yeah, yeah, that definitely like, would change. Like, the, the basketball program, East Pond, knew, this, knew the basketball program would be in a better shape this year than it was last year. Right. And that's why he came back. But with Josh Palmer, there's not a for sure that it's going to be a lot better. You hope. Mm-hmm. You hope the quarterback play is going to be a lot better, but you don't know for sure because there's still kind of question marks at that position. Right. Yeah, I mean, I. that's uh, – yeah, I would expect Josh Palmer to leave as it is right now. At least not be at Tennessee anymore. Right. Whether – doubt he transfers, but I wouldn't necessarily rule it out if – he thinks he can get better. Yeah, and a better draft. And I, w- I would love to have him. Yeah, I, oh, I, mean, I think he's a, a really good talent on this team. But unfortunately, he's just been he came in the exact same time that JG came in. Right, and then assuming that either or a year after, sorry. <laughs> and then assuming that either JG Shroud or Bailey starts next year, and not our six-year guy, quarterback situation at least should get better. So yeah. we'll see. I don't know. Any other team news? You th- who do you think starts Saturday? It's probably Shroud. 
Not right. that I hate it, but it's just like, yeah. what did Bailey do to lose it? Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying Stroud played really good. I not, mean, he he said it'd be kind of hashed out on the practice field, which, of course, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I think I, both will play. Both will play. I would imagine. And I I, I do think he mentioned um, Brian Mauer will probably have that same type of role. Just kind of. Be so a, does JG not make the trip then, or do you have four quarterbacks? Dude, if you're JG, do you not just enter the transfer portal and? Done. Oh, you're opting out if you're JG. I mean, oh, I mean, I agree, but yeah, I don't. Surely he didn't hang around this long to do that, but maybe. I mean, what's it doing for you? You're oh, I don't disagree. I'm just like, seems like you're too far in at this point. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't know. Maybe you just try to. Find another home already? Like you're just trying to work on that? I don't. I don't know. No clue. Do you, do you I heard try Rutgers to go is, somewhere? Else? Do what? Do you try to go somewhere else, or do you try to? I don't know. Try to be a practice player in the NFL. You're a great practice player at Tennessee. I don't know why you don't try in the NFL. What JG major in? He's going to be the greatest NFL practice player of all time. Is that what he majored in? Hundred percent. I. I don't know, man. It's probably like, I don't know. He's been here a while, so he should He's probably got a couple degrees. A couple degrees, degrees. yeah. That's a guy who loves school. Brandon Kennedy loves school. He does love school. Uh, He did complete his bachelor's degree in psychology in December of 2019, and he is pursuing a master's degree in agricultural leadership, education, and communications. What's agricultural leadership? (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like a no. <laughs> that sounds like a FFA leader or something. I don't know. I I don't know, man. I I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> um. So we got some recruiting updates. A little. First of all, let's. Yeah, we'll go into recruiting, and then I got a question for you. So, uh, three star. Strong side defensive end, Darrell Jackson decommitted from Tennessee. And then that same day, three-star defensive line, Amari McNeil committed to Tennessee. One for the other? Yeah, I mean, I think you needed a, another defensive lineman. You're probably not going to get Taiwan Malone. He's probably headed to Ole Miss. So that's probably your last defensive lineman in this class. Big dude, 280, 6'4". I think he's listed as an offensive tackle, but I think he's going to play – he mentioned he's going to play defensive line at Tennessee. Interesting. Yep. Not a great so, – I was going to say, do you think he's dominant enough? Because it's not a great offer list. I know that. Yeah. Um, this is a guy who hopefully just didn't attend camps or – I think you like his – his most recent offers are kind of bigger D1 schools, so it's makes me think that it was just people were late and his recruitment is starting to pick up. But, yeah, the offer list is not – it looks better once you get into the actual, like, you click on the actual offers. Minnesota, Memphis, Washington State, no, didn't you know. I don't know. 
I'm still, yeah, I'm still not impressed. <laughs> yeah. Washington State did offer. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe he's a really good player. I like the confidence coming with that. I love yeah. it. I mean, uh, I'm just so depressed I, about football. I understand. I'm yeah. not bashing. I understand. It's a depressing topic. It is. It is. It is. Um, speaking of another depressing topic, let's go back to Brian Maurer. All right. I mean, wh- what do you make of the comments? He deleted the tweet, so I guess he good, didn't. Good decision. Yeah, I guess he didn't think it was too great himself. Or somebody was just like, dude, please delete that. Right. A, a lot of fans aren't going to like to hear this, but um, I think in a way he's right in terms of I think there is, and I think most former players would agree with this, and then current players would agree with this. There is a level that, and I'm not saying fans can't criticize and can't ask for a better product, but there is a level that unless you've played, coached, worked you know, really, really closely in the program, like there's a level that you'll never be... That you'll never be what those guys are and what that program means to them. In the same sense that they'll never understand that Tennessee football is my life. Like there'll be some guys that understand that. There's some guys that come here. Maybe they, they didn't, maybe didn't grow up a Tennessee fan or um, grow up even caring about Tennessee, but they came here and now they don't miss a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there's definitely like some some overlap, but I mean. Yeah, there is a, a level, I think, that unless you did blood, sweat, and tears, it. Yeah, there. but at the same time, it's like fans do have the right to criticize. Fans do give. And we've talked We talked about this um, over the summer. I don't even remember exactly what it was, but there needs – there should be an appreciation on both sides, like where players appreciate fans because without fans, nothing they did would do. It mattered. Like right. if people didn't – care about Tennessee or care about football, you would have a big stadium to play in that would pay for your school and maybe pay for your career eventually. Um, fans without players and coaches and just the program in general wouldn't have something that held they held in such you know high regard and cheered for and um, lived about and, and all that. So, I mean, there should definitely be this like respect for one another, um, but there also should be an understanding. And I've even heard some of the same people that are mad about it are like, VFL should only be reserved for players. Well, then why can't players say that line of like, you're not, what do you have the exact tweet? Did you screenshot it? I did. Because there's, like I said, there's definitely, I don't agree with him. Um, but I think there definitely is like a level that, um, that fans just aren't players or former players. And, and I think it, this was kind of a reaction to maybe somebody overstepping and not just being like, oh, this guy sucks. S- telling a player to go kill themselves because they perform right. poorly Incredibly on the field stupid. Is, is, is the line that's crossed, and then maybe he's kind of reacted to this. Which brings me to my next point. Don't tweet at a player. Or recruits. Or recruits. And probably another hot take, but even if you have something nice to say, don't tweet at a player. Because you know what that person that tweeted something nice will say? The next time they'll go, you know, if, if the dude makes a mistake, they'll go, 
man, I tweeted something nice at him. I have the right to say something mean. No, you don't. So just don't tweet at him. Yes. And, and you know what? If you feel like you really need to compliment him, if you really need to feel like you need to compliment a player, if you're like, I really want to tell him, good game. They did a good job. Then if you see him out in public, good game. You guys played really good today. And leave it at that. Because, and I'm guilty of this, and I think it is a tad bit different, but criticizing players over Twitter, I'm not tagging them, um, can still be a, and I'm not saying fans shouldn't do it. I'm not saying it keeps people from coming here. But it's just like, you do got to remember that these people are human. So the people that are like, JG is effing terrible. He should kill himself and never come back to Tennessee. But whatever. Like, let's be, let's remember that we are, we are all people. Right. And let's keep that. Bron Mauer, you got to remember in every fan base, there's, there's those certain there are fans. idiots. So don't. Be careful just using fans. Right. Because you're, you're you're attacking all of them. You'll alienate. I do know this. My mom always told me if I don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. So that, that'll go towards the fans. Smart. And then my mom also always told me to just ignore rude people. So both sides of that. Um, if you are the rude person, just shut up. Uh-huh. If you're the person that someone's being rude to, just ignore them. Yeah. So that's my take on that. But. Yeah, so th- this is the the tweet from Brian Mowry. He said, let's get this clear. This isn't your team. You are a fan of us. Until you put in the bloods, sweat, and tears we do, this will not be your team. As a team, we spend countless hours a week, years away from our family, and all that for someone like you to criticize us. No disrespect. I just... Like, yeah. It, it's it's See. hard, It's and it's hard for fans to take that from... A guy that's been here for two seasons. Right. Has not really played a whole lot. And and I, I want the pl- like players just, just recognize this. If you're coming to Tennessee and, and after Tennessee you have nothing to do with them again, well, we're still going to be fans of that team. Right. We, we were fans bef- before you got here. We're going to be fans way after you're gone. Yeah. So this is this is as much our team as it is. Yeah, yours. no, absolutely. And again, that's another thing is that it's not the fans' team or the te- or the the team's team. It it is a collective everyone's team because if, you, if without the fans, you would be like a high school football team where mom, dad, maybe the students show up to watch you play. Um, the TVs wouldn't be there. Um, you know the. The NFL would if you didn't have fans. The NFL wouldn't be there for you to go. It is a very much a, an environment where we rely on each other to enjoy the sport, enjoy the thing that's happening. So I just don't get the the hate from either side. Where it's like fans are like, "No, I'm entitled to just as much as you are." I mean, they are entitled to a little bit more than us. Um, it's why when people want takes, when we want take, well, we interview VFLs. Like there is a, they do have a little bit more of a, you know, they are entitled to a little bit more than. Yeah, they than, they have that credibility. Yeah. They put on the uniform. Yeah, so there's something different. Like I said, there's something more to someone who's been a part of it. Again, though, fans can criticize. It it does not take a genius or a rocket scientist or like to figure to know people that like know what's going on in the locker room in terms of like the bad, especially when y'all are tweeting it all the time. Yeah. And then it's not it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out when the offensive play calling is absolute dog crap. 
we all have the same goal. We all want to yeah. win. And then it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that we can't defend the middle of the freaking field. So yeah, it's okay to criticize. And I, I don't know what his. I don't even know what his exact point is. I don't even know. I, yeah, I mean, I was unsure before, and then even after you read the quote, I think I'm even more unsure now. <laughs> but I just don't. I don't get. But then he's he's the guy who's always tweeting something to try to get a reaction out of somebody else. Right. I I just I will never understand the fans' hate for players. In that you know, in that situation where it's like, you know, I give more than you, blah blah blah, and then the same thing from the fan. Like I don't get the players' reactions to the fans. Like this isn't about you. I mean, it is a little bit because you wouldn't matter in a sense if us as fans didn't exist. Yeah. If a hundred, if a hundred and two thousand four five five didn't fill the stands, who would care? Yeah, and, and maybe not blood, but the sweat and tears part. I think Tennessee fans have done a re- and. Probably some have have I've given spilled blood. some blood. I've given blood. <laughs> it wasn't directly for Tennessee. It was uh, in G10. But mm. yeah, I have given blood. Yeah. I almost I almost died. But the thing is, <laughs> fans would give blood if Tennessee was like we do every hey, year. Guys, we have a blood drive with Kentucky. And yeah, we try hey, to beat them. <laughs> hey guys, we need we need your help. We need some blood. Oh, Tennessee <laughs> fans would go nuts. You know how much blood they'd fill up that whole stadium with blood. We do a blood drive every year against That'd Kentucky. So I don't gross. know what our record is, but we uh, we do. I mean, some people have given blood. I've seen people fall down those stands. I've yeah, seen it. We had a every... band member on the field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they almost died. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely. It's uh, it is a. I just don't get it. We're we're all in it together. I also don't think again. Someone told him to delete it. Surely. I don't think he. I don't think he deleted that on his own. Probably not. But just uh, let's all appreciate one another. Yeah. Let's all appreciate one well, another. We're all for the same team. I mean, we are all for the same team. Also, we want players who will turn into fans. That's another good thing. Yeah. I mean, we want those VFLs to come. Bobby Graham, perfect example. Saw him today. He yelled at me for not texting him back. You did see him. Yeah, I was walking my dog in the saw him. <laughs> um, but he, he didn't grow up a Tennessee fan. No. From North Carolina, but now he, like you said, doesn't miss a Saturday. Right. And there's guys like that. And there's, I mean, it's, I'm not saying Peyton Manning would have been forgotten because he, he did have such a successful NFL career. But I promise you, it changes when a guy like that wants to be a fan of the program when he leaves. Yep. Come back so, around. Yeah. When the guy wants to come back around, it, it impacts not only his legacy, but also the programs. Yep. I do wish he would stop attending games. Yeah, he's our record with him there is terrible. He should start going to Florida games. You're ready to get not into, Tennessee, Florida, Florida games. You're ready to get on? Uh, Let's talk about it. I've toilet been, Bowl. I've been watching this three minute video on ESPN about Sarah Fuller probably eight times now. So mm. get on replay, repeat. Yeah, I mean it's literally only it's a five minute and twenty two second video. Nice. I've never watched it. I've watched it. I've never listened to it. So. Yep. Pretty good, though. Recommend it? Sure. Five stars? Yeah. One good. star because Vanderbilt's logo. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're not a service academy. They are not a service academy. In case anybody was wondering, they're not. The Commodore also has nothing to do with military service. Oh, I thought it was a Commodore. Yes. The Those dragons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. All right, this game is going to be ugly. Um, just for reference, Tennessee's averaging 20 points per game and Vanderbilt's averaging 14. Yeah. What? The over-under's 50? I'd be shocked if there's 50 points scored in this game. I will be very shocked. <laughs> if, if there are 50 points, Tennessee is going to have its best offensive outing since... Probably that Tyler Bray was here. Yeah, that but was it the Buffalo game that we broke the record? No, uh, uh, Troy. 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 Probably the best outing since then. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just it's gonna be a slugfest. Tennessee's a fifteen point favorite. (laughs) Fifteen points? Maybe Tennessee will have. uh, I mean, the thing is, like, Tennessee should beat this team. They They should be a lot more talent than Vanderbilt's terrible. Right, they're absolutely terrible. Tennessee should be better than they are, but they're not. This it's terrible bad. Vanderbilt team with the interim coach. I mean, we should I, beat the breaks off. Them. I also no matter who's a quarterback, right? I also don't think it will be played either. I will be shocked if this game gets played. So Tennessee, Tennessee, the two and seven need, volunteers. They desperately need a win. Yeah, I don't care if it's an zero and eight Vanderbilt team. They desperately no, need a win. absolutely. It's it's a three looks better than two. It does. If my math skills are correct, and the week after this is National Signing Day, you want to have it at least going into that with, hey, we just won a game. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't lose. We didn't lose. I mean, Vanderbilt has a true freshman quarterback, and he's done for more yards than Jake. He's done for more yards. He also has nine interceptions. So, I don't know if our DBs can catch a football. I really don't. But if they can, this will be the game to do it. Well, and then they got some shade thrown at them by a freaking community college defensive back. Wait, I, don't know, I don't even know who it was. He tweeted. He's like, it looks like a no-fly zone to me or whatever. Also... Let's be clear. Typically, no-fly zone means that's good for DBs, typically. But the tweet was like, come fly with us or something like that. So he tweeted, it looks like a no-fly zone. I don't even know who it was. Mm. Which I did want to clarify that that is typically means that is a tough secondary. You didn't tweet at the I didn't tweet at him. I tweeted him. No, I didn't tweet about him. I screenshotted it and sent it to my brothers and was like, look at this guy. (laughs) You don't even know what no-fly zone means. What a moron. <laughs> but I didn't tweet at him. I didn't tweet at him. You didn't. You chose not yourself. To. Yeah, good for you. Or you kept it in, you kept it in the family. I did, yeah. Until now. Until now. <laughs> I'm okay with that, though. I, yeah, I feel like... You didn't put it on social media. If he if he watches this podcast, I'm sorry. You didn't do it for likes and I didn't. Clicks, well, so. I mean, unless you include that. But yeah. if he uh, if, if he's if he's watching this, we can talk about it. Come to Tennessee. <laughs> if... You're about that no-fly zone life. If you're yeah. not, we're good. I think he plays already... defensive line. So, oh, does he play defensive line? If you do, I mean, you could help that. Yeah. So We will not be mad. No. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, Tennessee should beat Vanderbilt. They're terrible. And I think Tennessee showed a little bit of life against Florida. I think they did some good things on defense. Yeah. And, well, and and offensively, you just looked a lot better because you didn't turn the football over. Right. No, absolutely. So we should beat them by two touchdowns at least. 15 points. And Pruitt going for two? I'm 
I was very upset on Saturday because <laughs> I wanted Tennessee to either let's win or just let Florida cover so we can make a I can be super happy or make a little bit of money. Neither yeah, that's one fair. happened. Neither one happened. So, yeah, that's uh, that. That's definitely tough when so, yeah, both of those are. I'm, I'm not, not picking against Tennessee, but I'm not if picking them either. That's fair. If Vanderbilt plays, I mean they're going to have defensive backs at linebacker. We probably need that too. Honestly. Eric Gray should run probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. Eric Gray should run for 150 yards. Oh yeah, easy. Our offensive line should dominate. I assume Cooper Mays will be starting at center again. Have we heard? No. Be him. Um, Kennedy's back, so be Kennedy is back. Him, Kennedy, okay. or Carvin. Gotcha. Carvin played some on Saturday too, so I don't know. You know who the who the it's pro football focus, but you know who graded out the best on offense. On offense? Yeah. Uh, probably Valus or Shrout. It was Shrout. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. He had the most yards. I think he had a better completion percentage than Bailey. Two touchdowns. Yeah. I'm. You, you've always been a Shrout fan. And... I'm a Shrout guy. I think he's super talented. I thought he was underrated for a three-star. I'm not saying he's a SEC caliber, all-SEC guy. Um, I don't know if Tennessee was the right fit for him, but I, I did last year and the year before. I did think he was the most talented, raw talent, best arm, um, ability to move around the pocket, get out of the pocket. Not necessarily a dual threat top guy, but definitely could evade pressure. Um, I thought he was the most talented guy. Should have been playing earlier. Yeah. I mean, really. Anyway. I mean, I thought they put him in a terrible situation against Kentucky. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. Um, what do you think about uh, old uh, Dan Mullen's comments about Tennessee's defense? Is that not just like a spurrier jab? Yeah. Like, why is. are we all like, we gave them what they want? They've done it to every effing team this year. We're just not good. We didn't give them what they want. We're just not good. Also, you tried to run the ball 17 times. Yeah, you didn't complete it. And had 19 up. yards. So, don't, don't say you... Didn't try. Also, run. all these people that are like Mullen ran a conservative offense are also the ones that are like, we just gave them the pass. No, which one is it? Because either they were passing all game or they were being conservative. You right. can't be both. Right. <laughs> but I mean, they everyone gave them the pass in a sense. I guess I don't. I mean, we we did some of the best stuff on, on defense against their offense they've seen this year. So. You think Alabama isn't going to use that with a lot more talent and just beat the brakes off Florida? It was a it was a Spurrier job. He was trying. He's trying to act like Steve Spurrier. That's all it was. He's he's trying to get under our skin, and it worked. <laughs> Piece of. I'll punch him around the nose. Spurrier a couple years ago was signing autographs. I don't know if he like threw out the first pitch or something at the Johnson City Cardinals game. I wanted to go talk so much trash to him. Did I you didn't get make autograph? it over. I didn't make it over to the game. Mm. I was like, I wonder if he would talk. I here's my thought: he would talk trash back and embarrass me. So I'm glad I didn't do it. Yeah, because he's a pretty good trash talker, and I'm not always quick on my feet. So I would didn't want to do it. I would like tell you to say something about like the visor, but you also wear visors, right? I'm not a big visor guy. I have a couple of visors. Okay, I even have a Spurrier type visor, not a Dan Mullen type visor. 
You should have um, just did like that guy. The spear. That's why. Yeah. No, I think that'd be great to do to him. Um, you think he would laugh? You think he would get it? Sh- he's had to see that. I've seen that <laughs> video. It's like 15 years old now. There's no way he's not. If not, I know what I want to do. And that's sh- either show him that video or just do that. One or the other. That guy, your spirit animal? Yes. I just love the end where he's like, uh, you know, he finishes up the whole thing. He's like, and we're going to, blah, blah, blah. and the girl, the lady's like, okay, thank you. And he's like, thank you, go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, go dogs. Like, that's just a hilarious transition to me. So I love it. God, I hope we beat Vanderbilt this weekend. I don't know how you don't. Like you said, I mean, they're just not good. <laughs> they're terrible. They're depleted. I, I did like they're you say about interim Eric, coach. Eric Gray. Eric Gray should forget yes. about them. Just like Their he did last year. Their front seven is going to be ace. <laughs> yeah. I mean, complete ace. I'd like to see us open up a little bit and just take some I, shots. I would love to see our offense look like a real offense for yeah. once in our freaking be nice. Take that into National Signing Day. Please. Hey, we won a game, and our offense look good. And you've got to be recruiting Eric Gilbert right now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And apparently, B.J. Ojolari's might leave, too. What in the, Is he at LSU, too? Yeah. What in the world? I mean, I'll take the Marietta. Yeah, for sure. But what the world? Reunion. Oh, God. Whatever. A lot of people are like, he was homesick, and he's going to Georgia. Well, Darnell Washington's at Georgia, so is he going to leave? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I'll gladly take either <laughs> one. So. Good point. Good point. That's kind of surprising to me. I mean, they went to LSU, though, because they won a national championship. So oh, now yeah, that they're 100%. not good. 100%. Looking for, and you get a free transfer, they're looking for a way out. So they won't be coming to Tennessee, let's be honest. They're going somewhere they can win immediately. I would yeah. think. And, and Eric Gilbert, just one of those guys that could really go anywhere. Right. B.J. Ojolari, too. Yeah, for sure. All right, college football this week. You wanna, you wanna. Oh, you're lost. Will you pick these games when I say them? Yeah, sure. Just straight up. Straight up. Don't even no research whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Just I just want you to pick up. them, and yeah. I might just throw like a dollar on all of them. Okay. Just for fun. All right. For money on. Um, top like twenty-five. You have that much faith in me, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Um, so first, I got top twenty-five. Okay, Utah. At number 21, Colorado. Oh, that's the... Uh, Utah... Colorado. Colorado. Let's say Utah's 1-2, and two, Colorado's 4-0. and oh. Worth mentioning. Uh, number 9, Georgia. At number 25, Missoula. Georgia. <laughs> Easy. This one's tough. Number 1, Alabama. <laughs> at Arkansas. <laughs> Bammer. Number 11, Oklahoma. At West Virginia. Oklahoma, West Virginia is trash. You say that, but we're talking about the Big 12. I, I wouldn't put good. money on it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll pick Oklahoma and not put money on it, so they'll probably win. That's fair. Uh, Illinois at number 14, Northwestern. Northwestern. Number 13, Coastal Carolina at Troy. Shots. Shots. 13 and a half. You like yep. it by 14? You like it? Is that a lock? Oh, that's a lock. Ooh. That's a lock. Number 17, North Carolina, at number 10, Miami. I feel like this is going to be a good game. I do, too. Miami's uh, just a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think I'm going to go with North Carolina just because they're offense. It's kind of the way I'm leaning. I I think it'll just be, can North Carolina keep up? 
Can Miami keep up or North Carolina? Can North Carolina keep up? Okay. I think Miami will score the over-unders at 67.5. I think Miami won't have a problem scoring. I don't think North Carolina will have a problem scoring early, but we've seen them peter out. It's true. Yeah. So, we'll see. That, that's one of the, the games. Did you say I'm you said Miami, though? I'm, I'm going with North Carolina. You're on North Carolina? Okay. Yeah. I don't feel great about it, but I don't feel... I don't. I mean, I don't dislike it. I just I think I would... I'm going to listen to you, by the way, but I think I would typically take Miami in this. But I'm going to listen to you, and I'll be putting a dollar on North Carolina this week. Uh, then I've got Purdue at number 12, Indiana. That game might get canceled, though. Indiana. Indiana game might get... I think Purdue had to cancel practice yesterday. Don't know if they practice today or will practice today. Indiana just keeps winning. I don't know how they do it, but they just keep on doing it. Wisconsin at number 16, Iowa. The line is even. I'm taking Iowa. I'm taking Iowa, too. It's in Iowa. Hawkeyes. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to take that. Number 20, Texas at Kansas. <laughs> Texas. Texas is a 30-point favorite. That's how bad Kansas is. Kansas is terrible. How many... Have they, like, come close? Oh, they almost beat Texas Tech last week. Good lord. 16-13. What a game. Yeah, who would have picked that? What a game. LSU at number six, Florida. Oh, Florida. You don't like the upset? No. Oh, come on. Orgeron in December? Nah. Anytime we've needed LSU to beat Florida, right? They it'll it'll so. never happen. Yeah. Number twenty-two, Oklahoma State at Baylor. Dude, Oklahoma State sucks. I I kind of want to take Baylor at I, least to cover five. I hate them. I hate Oklahoma State. Yeah, no, they've cost me some money this year. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go. They also cost me money by winning forty-five to nothing or whatever it was over Kansas. Was it Kansas State? Yeah. Yeah. Like that. So f them. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State. I don't feel great about it though. Yeah. I don't. I'm not happy about it, but I'll do it. Uh, number fifteen, USC at UCLA. I'm gonna go USC. USC. Yeah. Okay. Keep it going. Yeah. They. They. They look like they're. Uh, they've caught a little spark. Could they be in the college football playoff talk? I would think if they finished out and Pac-12 misses out, I think there's at least a chance that they're in the discussion. Yeah. For sure. They're 15 right now. I mean, I know they're 4-0, but yeah. still. San Diego State at number 18, BYU. BYU, baby. Got to get back on the track. Yeah, you got to get back on track. I kind of want to take them. Did I? Might not be a lock. I can't remember now. Kind of want to take them to uh, cover. I might have put them as a lock. They're going to be pissed in Provo. In Provo. That's the key. They don't have to travel this week. They don't have to travel. The Mormons and the Aztecs, baby. <laughs> All right. Let's do some SEC games real quick that we missed. Do we miss any? Auburn at Mississippi State. Mm, Auburn. Auburn. Yep. I agree. That's one of my locks. Let me let me pull up my locks here for you guys. Oh, we did do a score prediction for Tennessee. I'm going to go Tennessee finding some offense this week. 30. Vanderbilt, 13. Sarah Fuller kicks not one, two field goals. Oh, man. I'm They're going to give her a chip shot, like 20-yard yard field goal. 10-yard field goal will be from the goal on. 20-yard field goal. Um, and then she's going to surprisingly hit like a 33-yarder or something like that. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 38, 14. How many field goals does Sarah Fuller kick? None. They go for two once. Is that how they got there? Yeah, probably. They go. They go for two twice. Don't get the first one. They get the second one to make it fourteen. I like it. I like it. Locks of the week. Here you go. Pitt. Take notes. Minus six and a half over Georgia Tech. Lock it. Oh. Coastal. The shots. Minus 13 and a half over Troy. Listen, I know they're a little hungover, but here's what you got to know about mullets. They perform better when hungover. That's true. That's a good point. I like that. Stanford. Let's get a shirt. Let's get a shirt. (laughs) Mullets. Better hungover. Stanford. Minus two and a half over Oregon State. It's my Pac-12 pick. I like it. Wait, say it one more time. Sorry. Stanford minus two and a half over Oregon State. And then Auburn and Mississippi State over 49 and a half. Okay. If that doesn't hit, it wasn't because the defenses were good. It's because the offenses sucked. Which I could see there's a good chance. There's a good chance. <laughs> but the defenses aren't going to play good. But so it's a lock. So it's locked in. It is a lock. Caleb DeLocksmith is locked in. It is locked in. I just know that if it doesn't hit, it's going to be an ugly affair. It's true. An ugly affair. So, sorry if it doesn't hit. I can't believe my fault. I just said 38-7. I know it's going to be so You said 38-14, to 14, big guy. Oh, 38-14. <laughs> oh, man. I'll be shocked if there's that much offense in <laughs> <laughs> Landon's telling you to take the over. Yeah. And then the smart side of me is like, you're a moron. I like it. Don't don't re-guess your picks. Yeah, just take it. Lock it. Don't bet on it, but lock it. All right. Dude, I want to know. So, you've bet on sports before mm-hmm. this year. Is, is this year just... Like, I understand sports are all over the place, but has this year, like, been a lot harder to predict than other years? See, I don't – I've never bet on NFL this much. And I feel like NFL is where it's gotten me, like what's gotten me the most. Gotten you the most money? or No, no, no. Like, killed you? Killed me the most. Okay. College football, I've done fine. And I've always done okay. And what's – where college football is usually really hard is the um, early cupcake games. That's usually where it's really hard. Conference games – Usually a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't – I can't tell you for NFL. I just know NFL has gotten me. Yeah. It's, like I'm almost to the point I'd never want to bet on NFL again. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of – I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to bet on the 1 o'clock games, but <laughs> yeah. primetime games no. I'm leaving alone because they're always right. terrible. Yeah, so I, I don't have a good answer for you about that other than I do know that the NFL's done got me. Okay. So. I was just curious that – I was hoping it, it gets easier, but maybe it doesn't. <laughs> uh, not for me. The NFL was. I do just I, I watch so much more college football though than I do NFL. That's true too. So yeah. like I'm a little bit more familiar with it. Mm-hmm. NFL I'm usually flipping back and forth because of fantasy. If I'm doing anything, I'm not watching games. So yeah, I know. And I hate my the, level of NFL. The touchdown prediction, like it, it's it's so cool to do. Yeah. But it's so tough to predict, too. I agree. I agree. Like Zeke today. Good God. Three times at the one. And guess what? 
Mike McCarthy pulled a Butch Jones. I'd shock zero percent. Three times. I think it's his nickname. Out of Butch shotgun. Jones. Three God. times out of shotgun. In the NFL too. That's what's saying more than. And twice they they don't even block the end, and he comes around the end and just gets him from behind. It's just like good God. Um. So right now, so I was going ahead and get my locks in officially, so I can get them at at the numbers I got them. I want them in at Alabama right now is a fourteen and a half point favorite over Florida. Dang. I don't want to take that. I kind of want to take Florida to cover. Ooh, no. Uh, 14 points? That's a lot of points for that game. It is, but Florida can't run the ball. I know. But see, I feel and like... Tennessee had some success on off- or on defense I against them. F- I feel like if Alabama gets up against Florida early, they're going to shorten the game, though. Alabama because is? if they get up early. If it's a shootout till the end... Then they'll just keep going back and forth with them. Won't be a, like this is why I think I take Florida to cover. If it's a shootout back and forth, it ends up probably being a fourteen point game at most. It's fourteen and a half right now. Um, but if Alabama gets up early, well, then they're just going to shorten the game because they want to keep Florida's offense off the field. I just think it's going to be Mac Jones is getting this Heisman over Kyle Trask, and it's uh, maybe. On. I mean, that's uh, certainly a possibility. And Devonte Smith is going to be like. See ya to the DBs. Uh, I mean, it is certainly. I think Alabama wins. I just how much is a good question. Yeah, it's I almost want to just try it. Just take them. To take them. Take them to win them by that much. All right. NFL power rankings. Number one. It's changed a little bit. Number one has Last changed. Week. Um, it didn't change for me, but it might have changed for you. Well, let me pull mine up, and I will tell you. And just a second, who do you have? I got the Chiefs. See, I was debating it, but I think, how could you not go the Chiefs? Yeah. I mean, I know it's a bad loss. Travis Kelsey's one of my stupidities, but whatever. It was an ugly primetime game. But they won. I thought they ended up losing the Broncos. Am I a week behind? They beat the Broncos, right? Did they? I could have sworn. I might be wrong. Now I'm guessing myself. Am I a week behind? Oh, they did end up winning. Did I? Why, why was I thinking they lost? What was the score? 22-16. Okay, yeah, it was ugly. It was. I knew it was ugly. Why did I think they won or lost? Maybe it was because of Tra- Travis Kelsey's comments. Or what, did, what bet did I have in that game? Maybe I had him to cover. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people had him to cover. I didn't. Maybe that I was why I thought they lost. That. I'm so glad I did. That might be why I thought they lost. But yes, I do have the Chiefs as well. Even assuming that they lost, I had still had them. <laughs> Number two, I got the Steelers. I went, I went Packers. Okay. I like it. I went Packers. Yeah, Steelers moved down a little bit. I mean, they just look terrible. Yes. But um, I also think the Redskins aren't a terrible team either. I mean, it helps that their defense is good. pretty good. Yeah, Their so defensive line is... That really, helps. Yeah. Right. Um, I do have the Steelers at number three, though. Number three, I got the Saints. I just think, like, they're not great right now, but when... When they get Drew Brees back, they'll be okay. Right. They'll yeah. be fine. Assuming... And, and Taysom Hill, like... 
I'm shocked he's not able, like, he wasn't, like, an NFL quarterback and he's able to throw as many yards. Like, Michael Thomas had over 100 yards receiving the other day. I feel like that's just... Maybe the system? I just think Sean Payton's really good at using yeah. his talent. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he finds ways to do it. I, I mean, I thought he would be more like a Lamar Jackson, like, throw for 150, rush for... Yeah. 65 or something like that. But, I mean, he looks like a decent quarterback. Right. I do have the Saints at number four. I got the Packers at number four. Okay. Titans dropped out this week. Titans dropped out, and I put the Bills in. The Bills. Me too, number five. I put the Bills in at number five. The the Big Bills guy. The Browns are, they're trying to sneak up there. But you gotta, you gotta win more games. You look good, but you gotta win more games. So I'm I'm being patient with them. Yeah, you know me. I'm a Baker guy, <laughs> but he looked he look good on Sunday. Yeah, but you know next week he's gonna go out and throw for 116 yards and two interceptions. Probably. So like he, he had to beat just, Tennessee. It was a rough weekend for for Tennessee. Yes, it was. So you just got to go do it for me two weeks in a row. Yep, there are more than two weeks in a row, really, but at least two weeks in a row for me. All right, do we have any questions? Can we get any get any in here? Uh didn't see any. Okay. Let's go to uh let's go to Jumbotron. Jumbotron. So we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> Tell me about your blood, sweat, and tears moment. <laughs> Top three as a fan. Because you're a fan, as a fan. Um First one, I'll, I'll go LSU in 2017. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Terrible season. We had Brady Hoke as our coach, and we I sat through the whole game in a monsoon. Yeah, that's uh, that was a pretty bad game to deal with, and bad, like you said, bad tears. season. That would be the tears one. I think tears and misery. Misery would be a good one. Oh, and we walked all the way back to the fort. So There's probably some blisters, some blood in there. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Everything uh, was chafed at that point. <laughs> right, right. Uh, mine is the blood part. Okay. Uh, we were... This is a nosebleed? Tailgating out. I'm sure there's... I don't think I've ever had a nosebleed in Neyland Stadium. There must be something about it. It must be... <laughs> it must be. The air in there must be perfect. I can't remember a single time I've had a nosebleed in there. And I can name just about every other place I've had a nosebleed. Yeah. The rest of planet Earth. Right. Um... <laughs> No, we were tailgating outside. This is when we tailgated outside G10. And we had, I don't know why we chose, we chose to jump from the parking lot to the like grass area where we were. And I didn't jump very good because I was inebriated. Um, and I'm again, I'm lucky. No, be- not you. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there was a gap probably about this wide that I, couldn't have fit in easily, but I could have fit in. Like I could have fallen down six stories easy. And it would have been one of those where you're like bang, bang, bang the whole way down. So I would have died. It would have been fun. Um, and I jumped across and my foot got caught on cause the, the railing from the garage was just a bit lower than the railing at the grass. And I cut up my knee or cut up my leg. I busted my leg, had a bad bruise, fell on rocks. I cut up all my legs it was awful. I don't even know what game it was before. It was it was sometime probably in seventeen. 
Probably Georgia, maybe. My, that's a good guess, I feel like. What was the game that we play that we uh, hit the beer cans? Every game? Um, I don't know what game it was that I hit one into G10, but that was the most impressive swing I've ever taken in my entire life. Yeah. And I almost hit That was a good time. We car. need to bring that back. We, we're in a bad spot to do it. Because we're like true, in a parking lot. I forgot that. So, but you yeah, go no. through the, never mind. <laughs> go to the church. Yeah, I was like, maybe not. <laughs> well, it's funny when you go to the church, they don't like bring beer inside. So yeah. the table right outside is full of beer cans. It's, it's pretty funny. They get it. <laughs> they understand. <laughs> They're making tons of they, money. They might they be Catholic. It. I don't know. All right. Number two, what you got? Um, I'm going to go the Ohio game. Because that, that was, was one of the worst football games. I, I mean, Neil Mafia said that turned his Audi into an Innie, <laughs> Um, If you know what I mean. And that game was the hottest game I've ever been to in my entire life. And it was a bad game. Yeah. And I, I have a video of me just walking out of the stadium. My I'm just burnt to a crisp. Right. And I'm yeah, just, I, I I'm just like, I can't believe I just sat through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. 2016, Florida game. I know y'all are thinking, Caleb, that was a great day. It was a great day. It was a fantastic day. But I was working concession stands, raising money, and I went to put a box down, and I cut my knuckle on a shelf. Like, you could see the bone in my knuckle. Oh, no. Um, Not sure what else happened. Got dehydrated. Um, Probably lost quite a bit of blood. Uh, Ended up having to go to the medical area to get some attention because I couldn't get the blood stopped. Thought I was going to pass out. It was miserable. And I'm usually like, I've been to the ER like once in my entire life. And I was like, actually it was the 2000, I think national championship game. It was Ohio state in Miami, whatever year that was. And I couldn't breathe. That's the only time. So I'm not someone who seeks medical attention often, but they're like, yeah, you need to go. We can see your bone. And, um, you're saying you feel like you're about to pass out. So I had to go. Uh, and then powered through that, they got me bandaged up, taped up, powered through that, uh, ended up getting to watch the second half of the Florida game because of my injury. So that was worked out fantastic for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I went home chafing to no end and Landon was like, we're going out tonight. And I was like, if you bring me gold bond, I'll go out. And he <laughs> did. So I went in the shower and just did one of those where you just shake and spray. Because, and I got in the shower cause I knew how messy it was going to be. Um, Can you please describe <laughs> a shake and spray to me? You get that? <laughs> oh my! You get God. you got to get it all up in that junk. Um, and uh, when, shake and spray it. We That's went, my new favorite. There line. you go. I don't even know what I'm going to use it for. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> um, we went to Cool Beans after, thanks to Landon's assist on the gold bond. So it was a tough day. I powered through, watched Tennessee win, made it to Cool Beans, shaking spray, <laughs> <laughs> and my house didn't burn down to the ground um, that night. And it was possible. Uh, one of my roommates got evicted for burning a couch in the driveway. So yeah, moron. <laughs> Can't do that. No. It was a good couch too. It was a great porch couch. <laughs> it needed to be burnt. It we, didn't need to be burned in the place it was burned. Correct. That, that's fair. We did get a great replacement porch couch. So it worked out. Um, my last one um, is 
2016, and I don't know if you remember, but the Appalachian State was a weekday. It was like a Thursday. I think it was a Thursday. So, it was a, yep, Thursday night. Yep, so we stayed at Katie's apartment, so right, right next to... Um, My car got towed that weekend. <laughs> that sucks. Sorry to bring it back. <laughs> um, right next I think to, my sister paid for it, so it's okay. Oh, Shout that's out, Ruthann. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, right next to Henley Street is where her apartment was, and I was hammered. I fell asleep petting her cat in the floor, and I wake up the next morning, me and my fiance at the time. Um, she's my wife now, not. But your fiance at the time. Yeah, she was my fiance at the time. <laughs> You're right. Um, so we had to go back to Carson Newman because we had class the next morning. And I made it through somehow, some way. Raven's um, professor told her she needed to go home because <laughs> she was hungover so bad. <laughs> I love that one. That's a good one. Um, my last one. I wore a hoodie that day and it was it was like in September. Oh god. Um my last one. Let's see. I took a Oh man. I've got a good one. I don't know if I should share. It might be oversharing. I don't know. No will. I think I'm going to stay away from it. I've cried a lot at Tennessee games and I'm not proud about it. You do what you got to do. My girlfriend did make fun of me for being so sad about BYU. I sat in my seat for an hour after the game. And she was like, are you are you ready to go? And there were still BYU fans like celebrating around me. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I just sat there. She's like, well, we need to go. It was sad. It was very sad. That was the day I was like, we're dead. This program's dead. Because I really thought, I was like, Georgia State's a bad loss. We'll bounce back. Nope. We did bounce back, but it well, just yeah, happened to be not later. how we should have. It was sad. I just that that night I cried. This will be the day that I die. It was sad. I, uh, yeah, I've, I have given blood, sweat, and tears. You have blood, sweat, and tears. It is an accurate statement. Um, my mom used to get really mad at me too for, but she was very very passionate about Tennessee football as well. But she would get really mad at how mad I would get about it and how, like, when I would cry. I think that my wife, like, she's, like, kind of is, like, I always have to plan it out. Like, okay, we got to go to this tailgate at this time. We got to watch the game at this time. And she's all, like, why do you have to plan everything out? Why do we have to be there so early? And then she's mad that, like, I'm upset after it. I'm just, like. It's just like, if we lose, I just want to sulk. Right. I deserve that time. I should get that time. Right. Yeah. So she's upset like we have to make a big deal out of it, but then it it's still a big deal after we lose. Yeah, you just have to live with that. Sorry. But it's also a lot more fun when we win, so that's important to remember. Those two games at the first of the season were fun. They were a lot of fun. It's been a while. <laughs> Just get one this weekend. I'll celebrate like it's been. Yeah, sure. Like it's nothing new. Tennessee gets a win at at noon thirty, and then uh, follows it up at four. It'd be a good day. It would be. It'd be a great day. Go get a win. If we don't win this game, I 
that scarf I threatened to hang myself from, I will hang myself from. <laughs> that It's that one right there. Uh, I think I might have a different one, but it's the same. You get it. Gotcha. Or did we get the same? Did we get? I don't remember. I think we got the same one. Did we go to the same game? I can't remember. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Stupidity is an epidemic. Let's run through this. Um, I got one. I think I might just have one too. Uh, this is Travis Kelsey after the game on Sunday night. He said, "Hats off to the Raiders. They played the Broncos." tough the Raiders were the team that beat them right correct but this was on Sunday when he said it what a moron (laughs) did you see uh I don't know if this is a fail or a a good thing on Des Bryant did you see this he got tested positive for COVID and just quit he just left or he quit he just quit so define quitting like what do you do he said, tell me why they pull me from warming up so I can go get tested. My shit come back positive. I tested positive for COVID. WTF. And he, he talks about his routine. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call it call it a quit for the rest of the season. I can't deal with this. <laughs> what in the heck? Since I tested positive for COVID before the game, did the game stop or go on? I'm about to drink my wine and cope. And then he tweeted. I saw that tweet. like an, like three hours ago, or later on in the the nine seventeen p.m. He said, "I got COVID, everyone." <laughs> Thanks. I was confused by the positive thing. Des Bryant, what an enigma! <laughs> and so everybody has just been tweeting, um, sending tweeting in pictures pictures of them drinking, and he's just retweeting them. <laughs> Somebody come get our man, Des Bryant. Somebody. Uh, my next one is shout out to the East is East newest coach Shane Beamer. Uh, when he got hired by USC Junior, I clicked on his profile and this was his bio: assistant head coach for offense, tight ends and H backs, University of Oklahoma. Hashtag Boomer Sooner. Assistant head coach for offense. So assistant offensive coordinator. Assistant. To the offensive coordinator. Assistant head coach for offense. What the... does that mean? That sounds like a made-up title. It does. Assistant head coach of offense. Maybe that's why Oklahoma's good on offense. Maybe we need one of those. 75 head coaches of offense. Yeah, we need one of those. What the world? I'm so... Yeah, I was like... That's an offense coordinator. You're an offense coordinator. Yeah, I don't get it. (laughs) Makes no sense. I don't have any more stupidities. That's all I've got to Guys, appreciate you all joining us in the morning, in the a.m., different from normal. Appreciate you guys hanging around with us this morning. Hope you all have a good afternoon. Vols on Saturday, hopefully two wins. We'll be back with you. We'll be back with you Saturday. We'll give you a little, I guess we can do a little uh, pregame basketball action. We don't normally do that. Yeah. So we can do a little bit of that, too. And then, then we can Best get you. Best of both worlds. Exactly. I like it. Uh, then we'll give you our keys to the game. Be back on Sunday. Be back on Sunday, hopefully, with the victory cap. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.